0: And welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR, your main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog. So today, I'm going to throw in my two cents on the idea of game balance, especially when it comes to classes. And my humble opinion is that it's all bullshit. I mean, you look at AD&D, and the, quote, game balance is built into the XP tables, theoretically. So, thieves level up. They're a weaker class, especially in combat, but they level up faster. So, that kind of balances out the hit points, and it's all a crock. Of shit. Oh well what about magic users? Well magic users are weak initially. But then they crank up. And high level, you know, at high levels. They are still one trick ponies. Okay. Good silent spell. casts uh, on a caster. Will make them pretty much. Obsolete. Or a magic user. at least a cleric. Can also get into combat. Fighters. Look at your fighter class decent XP table, and it's relevant at every level. So, what it, what's the idea about game balance? Game balance has nothing to do with individual classes. Game balance has to do with how the classes support each other. How the classes fill needed design goals. You need as d d is written now... <clears throat> Excuse me. You have... Oh, God. I mean, There's still... T- well, you know... Uh, titles that I've only heard in... Really, it, were initially heard in... MMOs like EverQuest. You have your tanks. You have your DPS. You... You know, your tanks are your fighter classes. Your, your clerics can kind of... Edge in on that one. Your DPS... At low levels, is going to probably still be your fighter. Uh, you at high levels is going to be a magic user once the fireballs come on, come on to play. But again, the, the issue when you are balancing out fighters and magic users that a fighter is useful in most situations, a magic user is less useful in certain situations and almost necessary in others so even when a magic user is not useful in that particular situation it is useful or needed in other situations and that would be i guess your equivalent of game balance (laughs) so we're looking at this and throwing out the excuse of uh, XP charts. Yeah, XP charts could could really all be the same. You just have to change some of the numbers. If everybody w- went up every, I don't know, two thousand experience points, h- how would you balance that out in AD&D? You would you would adjust the spell charge for the casters. You adjust the saving throws that they gain upon leveling, and the thacko. It could have all been done very easily using one saving throw tip. But they did. Because again, that's the illusion of game balance, or character balance. Character classes are not needed to be balanced, and I know I'm a little heretical for saying that. But when you look at a paladin who gets the ability to lay on hands, cure disease, uh, it's a fighter saving throw, fighter attack rolls. You can get an exceptional strength bonus with an 18 strength. Ranger starting out an AD&D with two hit dice and with the constitution bonus, a huge, huge amount of hit points at first level. As well as getting this 18 double zero strength ability. And once you throw in things like specialization, you throw, you know, from Monarch to Candy, you really threw off game balance. What did, what did Magic users get in Earth They got new spells, but fighters got additional attacks, additional to hit bonus, additional damage. So the, Gary wasn't thinking about balance at that point. He was thinking about what do the players want, the players always want more. Your balance is built into the uh, the slots that you need. If you, if, if in a, in a properly written adventure, every character class gets a, sh- a chance to shine. That's my thought. Unless you're going for an adventure that's written for thieves or written for clerics or written for fighters oh, or written format, whatever. But if you've got a, an, an adventure that you're writing or preparing for your players, and you're putting a little extra thought into it there should be something that gives every chance a class to shine because they all have a chance to shine. And nobody's going to say these classes aren't balanced because they're not worrying about the balance. Everybody's getting an enjoyment about it. That is your secret to balance. It's less balancing the classes against each other and making sure that each class has a reason to be. If you never throw undead into your adventures and you've taken away one of the major reasons why you need a cleric. Sure, healing is useful, but at low levels you'll probably get more healing out of, uh, I don't know, healing potions than you're going to get out of your cleric. Alright? I mean, in and first edition, you have first level healing spells and you don't get healing spells again until 4th level spells, which is, I'm going to say 7th level, but clerics have a weird spell advancement, so I could be wrong on that one. It could be a little bit earlier, but, uh, <coughs> oh, gee, I guess I should reach over and grab the player's handbook that's sitting next to me. I actually got two copies, and since we were just talking about game balance and we're talking about AD&D, I'm going to talk about the ADD's players handbook briefly, because I have two copies, both of which apparently are the six printing. We have mine that I've talked about, and we have one that began belonged to a Chris uh last name begins to be, I'm not gonna blow go up the spot. But he's the one I bought his game collection on Craigslist. And his player's handbook is in much better shape than mine. Mine looks well worn. Maybe I'll bring it with me to uh Game hall, well, folks can see the abuse that my player's handbook took. But let's look at the clerical spell advancement. Charts for a second. No, okay. What do I remember? Oh, it's it's got that weird wait at for seventh level spells, but no uh, clerics get. One fourth level spell at seventh level. So that's the only other healing. They get there's no healing spells at second and third level in the player's handbook. So at seventh level, you, you well know, as early as, as fourth and through seventh eighth, you only get three first level spells. So if you're a heal bot and you take cure light wounds for your spells and you have a high wisdom, so now you can have five cure light wound spells. From your cleric, think about it. Is that going to get you through the event? You, you you need healing potions, and I remember playing AD&D back in the day, and you didn't need clerics. You didn't need them. If you could get by, if you get if everybody went through an adventure with one healing potion and one extra healing potion. Your cleric was the first class that nobody wanted to take because nobody wanted to be the healer and that's part of the. Uh, issues, I think, with AD&D and some of the clones, that your your cleric becomes your healbot. It, it's everybody wants to heal. Once the heals are done, then what do you got, especially at low levels? Mm-hmm. Again, one and done. It, 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 that's a slot that you don't necessarily want to have your cleric forced into, which is why I think By game balance, you balance against your party's classes or or the default. You assume that there's going to be at least one of all four classes and there should be a challenge that, yes, the group can overcome without them, but they will make it much easier to have them in the group. You know, the ogre is the great target for a ranger or... Other low-level fighter with uh, even a longsword doing D12 damage. a couple One or two good hits. You could take that down. Whereas magic user is great low-levels at mopping up uh, hordes with a sleep spell. Here come 12 goblins. Take out that sleep spell. On average, you're going to sleep about 10. So now you only have what, two or three left, maybe? Think about it. At that is where he gets to shine. Um, you, again, you cleric against undead you're a thief with traps my problem with thieves at low levels is the skills suck so a thief has to find a way to get himself into a backstab position which is a lot of the reasons why I think that thieves are the unlimited advancement for demi-humans because they don't really shine until higher levels that's an issue with game balance I think that they should have They should have started off a bit more skilled, a bit more competent. I mean, even a first level fighter hits an unarmored opponent half the time. Pretty much every class hits an unarmored opponent just about half the time at first level. Uh, Yet a thief has such minimal, minimal abilities at first level. I mean... uh, the ones that are actually useful in a dungeon, opening locks, one in four opening find, remove traps, one in five hiding in shadows, one in 10, you know, there has to be, if your chance to succeed is so minimal, again, if you can find a way to make your thief shine, If the DM can find an encounter or a situation where your thief has an opportunity to come out real, real ahead and make the great group look awesome, therein is your game balance. That's fine. You've you've balanced that. That's how the game should be balanced. Like I said, it's by giving the classes, each class, an opportunity to shine, not necessarily balancing each class against each other or front loading some and uh, back loading others. Yeah, all right. I, I went on a bit of a ramble. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. Can't blame me on the cold medicine today. But, uh like I said, I, I don't think game balance is as big an issue that people make of it because they're making of it as classes balanced against other classes. And I think it really should be on the adventure side where every class is given a chance to shine and therefore they're balanced. All right, folks, that's my yabber for today. So I have to pack for game home. Leave, uh, Wednesday afternoon. So thank you for listening. Thank you for stopping by. Stay healthy. God bless. Roll your dice well. And, uh, Don't let the evil ones get you down. Oh, and I I guess I'll make that public service announcement. Vote. If you're an American, tomorrow is Election Day. Vote. I don't care how you fucking vote. And I don't want to know how you fucking vote. But if we're going to be a representative democracy, you should represent. And if you don't vote, certainly shut your fucking mouth. Because I don't want to hear complaints from 50% of the population that doesn't vote. Fuck you. Okay. So. there's where we're at. That's what I got. Manana, folks. Later, later. Oh, damn it, cat. Get get! I can't. If I can't see the screen, how am I going to hit the stop recording button? Grr.